weird. This is like crazy being here. Like really weird tale. Well, I got a great show for you today with some wonderful weird stuff. Welcome back to What a Weird Week, the show where we count down the weirdest stories of the week. Some of them you have heard, some of them slipped through the cracks, the cracks slippers, and we honor them all in a 10 to 1 countdown. Weird, 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 weird. Before we go into this week's top 10 a recap from last week, if you missed it, Colorado Parks and Wildlife got a rock mailed back to them because it was bad luck. Uh, the world records that made the list last week, giant Jenga stack, watermelon slicer, kid on the pogo stick who solved the Rubik's Cube in like 16 seconds. Scientists at the bottom of the ocean, every week there's one of those stories on the list. Mac and Cheese Wars, fans of The Office learned about a joke that cost $60,000. They were so committed to airing the joke, they were willing to pay $60,000 for the rights. Home office life hack, rollerblade wheels on your office chair. At home, you don't want to scratch up the home office. The guy in South Korea who tried to wash his money because worried about germs ruined his money. Uh, Fox steals Crocs. And the number one story, the Washington State Department of Agriculture trapped their first murder hornet. And now they, for real, are in a race to find the murder hornet nest before mating season. And they know they only have like a, it's a matter of weeks. They've got to track down this murder hornet nest. Imagine the stress of being on that elite tactical squad that has to hunt down the, the murder hornet nest. Hero music. The pressure. Everybody's high strung already. The pandemic pressure, right? You go into your favorite submarine sandwich shop for a light lunch and people are looking at you funny like, hey, shouldn't you be out tracking down the murder hornets? No, I understand. You get 60 minutes for lunch. I'm just saying, murder hornets. Oh, oh, maybe they'll wait while you enjoy your delicious cold cut combo. That was me as a patron of a sandwich shop. Giving the tacticals, the murder hornet tactical squad, a hard time. That was a fine, <laughs> fine improv. Oh, oh, it wasn't? Oh. That was also me doing fine improv, criticizing my first improv. Nailed it. Number 10. Our number 10 story, what a weird week, is the blue butterflies that were extinct in the UK and they're no longer extinct, which I thought extinct meant there ain't no more. There ain't no cure for blue butterfly extinction. But um, they took years preparing an area for blue butterflies and then they brought in the little baby the larvae and now they have blue butterflies again that's the story in a nutshell i thought it was going to be some sort of jurassic park scenario where they made these butterflies in the laboratory but it seems like when they say extinct they mean extinct in the uk but other places they still had blue butter they were blue butterfly rich walking around the cock of the walk walking around their blue butterfly infested nations pointing at the uk saying <laughs> finally they decided to share the blue butterfly wealth and now the uk welcome aboard the elite blue butterfly nations of the world welcome you that whole scenario seems more plausible than there were none, and now there are some. Number nine. nine, number, nine. number nine story for what a weird week. It got picked up a lot, and you've seen this in the news. Fantastic work, Fisher Price. Way to churn out the toy, the timely toys. How did they do that? You know how like uh, 
Sometimes you've got to know, I'm just going to throw out a number here, but I believe it's accurate. You've got to know nine years ahead of time what the trends are to get the toys manufactured and on the shelves and all the marketing paid for. Yeah, nine, ten. Sometimes you're working 27 years in advance on toys, what the toy trends will be. And uh, Fisher-Price churning out the My Home Office set and... Uh, it's just what it said. You know, mom and dad are home, working from home, and now uh, little Johnny, little Sally can do it too with the My Home Office set from Fisher Price with the smartphone and the headset and the coffee cup. Um, there's double checking. There's no mommy and daddy's special medicine. There's none of that in there, but let's face it. Mommy and daddy are usually hammered by 11. Record scratch. There's no Zoom meeting call. Maybe 10. Double record scratch. Of course I'm kidding. Of course I went for the most obvious joke that every, everybody went for. Including you, late night host. I'm looking at you, Jimmy. No, no, not you. The other the other Jimmy. See, I went for another obvious joke about the late night hosts with the same name. What a weird week. What a weird week. What a weird Number eight. Number eight. It's a little weird that Halloween is trending it's not that weird though because who doesn't want to get dressed up and eat candy party city halloween trends for 2020 and they are heavily influenced by the pandemic so they expect decorations a lot of decorations this year people will want to show their festive side and their freaky deaky side and their um the side that the neighbor's always worried about but I think he's got a bucket of actual blood out there this year. I always knew Jones was a little bit kooky. <laughs> oh, Jones. Honey? Neighborhood parades, they think that'll be a trend. And booing or ghosting, which I was like, ghosting? Ha, oh, gee. But it's not date app ghosting. It's um when you it's somebody you know in your neighborhood and you leave them a bunch of treats. And you're like, boo, it's... So scary. Treats, eh? What about oh, costumes? How do I dress? Slasher-themed, gamer-themed, everyday heroes like a doctor or nurse like the Frontliners. That's going to be a popular costume, according to the data crunched by the folks at Party City. Also, Disney, Tiger King, remember? Wonder Woman, Birds of Prey characters, skeletons still in the top ten. Nice work, skeletons. I mean, you don't have a lot to work with, right? Basically just bones, and yet you show up to work every day and you start grinding out your niche in the top 10 of Halloween costumes, skeletons. We'll put a link if you want to read the whole top 10, uh, the whole article, at What A Weird Week on Twitter. You can get the link or wherever you get your podcasts. What, what A Weird, weird week, week number seven. seven. Are you tired of Zoom calls? Well, still hot, you know, a little dry. A Los Angeles area company has created... <laughs> Oh, love number seven. Oh my gosh. We'll put the video in the show notes. It is, number seven is, if you're tired of Zoom calls, now you can get a hologram machine installed in your house. And the two bros who are just having the convo there. Hey, bro, what's up? Oh, you know, bro. You ever think about not being a bro? No, bro. You, bro? No, bro. Not me, bro. That's the conversation going on in the background while the reporter does the uh, voiceover story. It's a phone booth-sized machines that can beam AI-powered holograms straight into your living room. I check you, bro. I check you there, bro. Um, the I don't even know is that something bros say. Man, I have bro, I have Brenvy, which is of course bro envy. The uh, the hologram machine. I don't even want to look at the price. I'm going to assume it's a million dollars and. Zoom meetings are what we're trying to get out of. 
yes, we're tired of Zoom meetings, but now we don't want to face-to-face with our bros, with our bro boss and our our bro colleagues, our bro leagues. We don't want that. So what is, why, oh, wait a minute. I just, I'm sorry I'm late to the party. This is going to have some kind of pornography angle, isn't it? That was number seven. Number six. What a weird week. Number six story. Everybody had this story, but it had to make the top ten list because it was a happy story about someone. It was about longevity and art and throwing caution to the wind when you're 103. So the lady, 103-year-old lady who got a frog tattoo on her arm, she never had a tattoo before. She was checking things off her bucket list and decided to get a tattoo. Seth Meyers, all the uh, late night Jokesters, I think, had a go at uh, some 103-year-old gets a tattoo humor. Seth Meyers, I think, was the, I hope she doesn't regret that when she gets older. Side note, I recommend watching the Seth Meyers program. For real, uh, he's going a little bit off the deep end broadcasting from home or from his in-law's cottage or wherever he is now. But it's hilarious. And I'm not being, it's hard sometimes to tell when I'm being sarcastic. Sarcasm and enthusiasm sound the same. So... You can imagine what kind of awkward scenarios I've had to deal with in my life where I'm like, do I take you to be my wife? Of course I do. You know, that's to me, that's enthusiasm. But everybody else was like, you sound kind of sarcastic there when you when you got married. I don't I'm not sure. I'm going to go talk to your wife and see if it's not too late to get that annulled. Anyway. Number six, Tattoo Lady, Seth Meyers' recommendation uh, on the YouTube. Number five. Number five is a quickie that was all over the news. Now, we pride ourselves in getting the stories that have slipped through the cracks. But, (laughs) I just said cracks and butt. Let's just jump into the story and allow me to apologize. So this is the story of that Berlin fellow who is a nudist, enjoys nudity, enjoys his own nudity, and had his laptop bag stolen by a wild boar. It was all captured on video and went viral. People in the background um, amusedly uh, looking on as the gentleman, back to the camera, Oh, naturel is chasing after a wild boar. The wild boar has his laptop bag. The wild boar thought there was food in it. That's what the experts think. And also, I mean, this fellow is body positive. Let me put it that way. So there might have been some food in there. Uh, I also am body positive and uh, enjoy uh, eating food. So I would leave the laptop at home if it meant I could put an entire pizza in my laptop bag and... uh, Still call it a working lunch. Anyway, the it went viral, and I hope this fellow... Uh, I hope that what happens with this image is that uh, instead of embarrassing, it becomes part of some ad campaign for something. It could be for anti-theft. It could be for... Uh, a, you know, a company gets the fellow a new laptop. It could be anything. It could be uh, the uh, Berlin Council for Nudism. It gives this guy a lot of money to license this photo. I hope that's what happens. We'll blur out the photo and link to the story in the show notes. Ticking sound effects. Boy, um, we're at number four. We try to get these stories in here in 10 minutes, but impossible. 
until they invent time travel, impossible. The number four story from the New York Post, we're brushing our teeth more. You know why? Because we're wearing, God bless us all who are wearing the uh, the COVID masks to prevent the spread of COVID. We're, we've got our mask on and we're like, what is that smell? My own breath. And so we're brushing our teeth way more. Are you like me? Once you put the mask on and you were like, wow, coffee breath. Yeesh. Did you think back to all those power meetings you had or conversation, heated conversations in the boss's office or whatever? And you're like, no wonder the paint peeled in the boss's office. That was me. I did that. Number, number three. three. So we, number three is one that everybody picked up as well. It went worldwide trending that uh, there's one blockbuster, right, in Oregon. And... And they're still open, they're fun, and they are going on Airbnb in September. You'll be able to book a night at the Blockbuster store in Oregon. I worked on this thing where I played a soundbite from one of the TV stations, throwing to the kicker. But I realize now I don't like to be mean. I I mean, I, I am mean, yes. What? Call me out on it. It's true, I am. But I don't like it. And I was doing this whole thing about, this whole bit about... The, the news anchors and how the weight of the world has crushed their spirits because you know there's so much bad news in the world. And then I played the soundbite and it's like, really hilarious, Bob. Huh? Tell us more. And anyway, you could tell that person had had a bad day or had whatever was going on. I guess I'm just saying I'm a terrible person who spent the last 10 minutes editing a bit about a news anchor who probably had a lot of sad stories and probably was... Like, I remember when I used to be able to go to Blockbuster, have a social life. Remember that? So I took that, that whole bit, and I scrapped it. I want you to know I, I'm sorry that I was about to make fun of your low energy handoff to the reporter who did the Blockbuster story. I know you're working hard. May God bless you. Number two. No sound effects on the number two. The uh, the number two story, weird story of the week. About a week ago, Dig, I think, maybe shared this. It uh, was published to Medium. The article is, The man who sued Red Bull for not growing wings. The lawsuit happened a few years ago. The write-up is very interesting. It is about a dude who sued Red Bull because their slogan, as you probably recall, Red Bull gives you wings. And then uh, this fellow did not develop wings. Yes, uh, dear Red Bull, I've consumed your product. I've yet to grow wings. What time frame should I expect the wings to begin to appear? Thank you. The lawsuit was lost by Red Bull. They had to pay some money. Here's a, a quick edit. I know Red Bull did not lose the lawsuit. They settled before it came to a win or a lose situation. They settled. So was it like an attempt to, you can read the article. It's very interesting. But was it an attempt to call out corporations? Like we've got to stop with the puffery, stop with the bragging, the, the falsitudes. You know it's not going to give me wings. Your product will not give me wings. Is that what we're dealing with here? Or are we dealing with a cheeky uh, situation where it's like, uh, we got you. You said it would give us wings and it didn't. We got you. Yeah, but we were only, no, we got you. You know, what is going on there? 
it's a you could take the the side of uh hey common sense says you're not going to grow wings or you could take the side of hey big corporation quit with the blabity blab unless you're gonna uh, come through with the wings we're gonna name this episode hey big corporation quit with the blabity blab unless you come through with the, <laughs> with the wings link to that article in the show notes number two number one somebody's in the shower upstairs 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 you can kind of hear it on this microphone microphone let's just jump right into number one it is a bit of a doozy and i can't believe this has happened before i thought this was fake this seemed like a fakey to me uh note to self don't say fakey anymore in my brain it seemed like a good it would be catchy um so fellow thinks his uh, wife is cheating on him gets on google maps and sees there is a street view photo of his wife on a park bench kind of like snuggled up or whatever with this other guy and that's how he discovered hey that ain't cricket that's the story i don't know you can't see anyone's face but he knew it was his wife when you just google man discovers wife having an affair through google maps it's happened how does it continue to happen and yet nobody you know in all the the day and age of the the privacy and that you don't hear about people saying hey google you you destroyed my marriage or whatever you would think that would happen right people tend to want to blame people when their marriage want to sue and blame when marriages crumble isn't that true i don't know i'm not a psychologist but i believe there's some kind of sue and blameitis i think that's a real it's a real diagnosis anyway we'll wrap there thank you so much for listening to the podcast the what a weird week show at what a weird week on twitter or wherever you get your podcasts <laughs>